Welcome to the Innovation in Government show sponsored by Kerasoft. Each month, we'll talk with industry experts who enable innovation and make government more responsive and secure by advancing key technologies. Now, here's your host, Jason Miller. Welcome to Innovation in Government. I'm your host, Jason Miller. My guest today is Eva Skidmore, the Vice President of Public Sector for Salesforce. Eva, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me. Before we get started, let me set some context for our discussion. Let's turn back the Wayback Machine. Let's go all the way back to 1993. President Bill Clinton was just elected. Movies like Groundhog Day, The Fugitive, topped the box office. And Congress began to push to encourage, to prod, we'll say to push agencies to think harder about how they serve citizens. Lawmakers 26 years ago passed the Government Performance and Results Act, commonly known as GPRA. Just as a reminder, GPRA required agencies to engage in performance management tasks, such as setting goals, measuring results, reporting their progress. In order to comply with GPRA, agencies were supposed to produce strategic plans, performance plans, conduct gap analysis of projects. All right, let's fast forward two decades later. The Government Accountability Office's website is filled with reports about how agencies are, quote unquote, meeting citizens' expectations. From the IRS's phone service to the Social Security Administration's answering questions about retirement and disability, to federal aid to the National Park Service, and, and almost every other agency about how they're delivering or trying to deliver high quality services in an expedient manner. And the results, as we know, are mixed. The most recent data from the Trump administration for its customer service cross agency goal highlights 14 agencies and one interagency initiative that the White House identified as high impact service providers. Under Circular A11, OMB required these agencies to complete a self-assessment to rate their program maturity and identify initial areas of development to inform their required action plan. Then agencies met with OMB to evaluate their customer experience self-assessments and draft action plans to identify common pain points, capacity gaps, and opportunities. Now these 14 agencies are submitting metrics to a dashboard measuring customer satisfaction as part of an overall effort to ensure departments are adopting best practices. And a key piece to this, of course, is technology. At the same time, agencies are following an IT modernization strategy that focuses on user-centered design and meeting customer expectations. So how do agencies bring us all together? Customer services, IT modernization? Well, that's where my guest comes in. Once again, Eva Skidmore is the Vice President of Public Sector for Salesforce. So let's jump right in. There's a lot of focus on improving customer service. How are agencies doing and what do they need to do to continue to improve the trust of their services? While IT modernization has been a primary concern for federal government agencies in recent years, there's still a lot of uh, disconnect between adopting and deploying innovative technology. Um, and how this impacts and impacts customer engagement and the citizen experience is a big deal. So in some ways, Adopting new technology was the easy part. Translating that new technology into a better program outcome is a customer service question that has called for a real shift in mindset within trailblazers for these government agencies. So government leaders in, in the agencies you referenced must be those change agents to really help the individuals and teams to make that change. Um, they have to have the passion to push government forward and those are the real, real trailblazers. We're really seeing this happen. The 21st Century Integrated Digital Experience Act, the IDEA Act, um, is helping push those agencies in the right direction and that, that change isn't easy. When organizations and customers are choosing something like a cloud platform that helps dissolve silos, give them access to data, improve process and interaction, that's really how we see agencies go through those changes. Once teams realize that they do place the customer at the center of everything they do, that's how they reimagine public service. You bring up, uh, I just want to jump in because you bring up several interesting points and, and one of them I'll go back to is the IDEA Act, right? This is something that got a lot of interest 
are you starting to see agency customers talk about the IDEA Act as a way to address those customer service gaps and, and, and needs? Absolutely. You know, there, when we think about the types of customer relationships that agencies need to have, you think about the farmers or ranchers or providers who are in the field, sun up to sun down. It's really hard for them to get into a local office during office hours to get access to the services they need. When I look at the U.S. Department of Agriculture and their farmers.gov application, that is a way for providers to you know, walk into a virtual front door to the Department of, of Agriculture and get access to the grants or the loans or the other services they need right from the convenience of their mobile phone. That is a great example because it's something the administration has made a, a priority. They've given money to through the Technology Modernization Fund. So here you have that intersection of technology, innovation, and customer experience, customer needs. And I think that that is really the key that's going on here is, is how can you continue to improve those trusts? I mean, what from a Salesforce perspective, from an industry perspective, are you starting to see those best practices kind of absorbed by agencies, whether you see it from the private sector, public sector, they're starting to kind of creep into the government? I think so. I mean, one of the big challenges is identifying the best place to start yeah. and finding a, finding a program or a, a project where you can put into place those people, process, and technology protocols to make it easier for employees to provide great service to the customers. You talk about the people, the protocols, the, the processes, and a lot of agencies are trying to move in that direction, and they're trying to bring in what the, the private sector is doing. And one key piece to this is something commonly known as open platforms. Not quite open source, but open platforms, which is, if you will, non-proprietary. Even, I'll bring in the term plug and play, if you remember that maybe from 10 or 15 years ago. Is that it's, it's something that Salesforce obviously is, is a big proponent of, the idea of open platforms. Talk a little bit about what that means for this idea of customer service and IT modernization. The Salesforce CRM platform can be seen as an open platform because we integrate seamlessly with so many other systems. And in the context of IT modernization, there's not necessarily a need to replace or rehost or refactor. One can plug in to existing or legacy systems. So it's whether they're cloud or complex legacy systems, many government programs and systems have to come together to deliver end-to-end -end services. So for example, do you want me to give you an example? Yeah, that'd be great because I was gonna say, it sounds like you're describing that, that API issue, right? Exactly. So give me that example. So if we think about hire to retire in the Department of Defense, many personnel and programs and systems come together. So they're coming together to recruit, onboard, train talent, as well as identify and address any gaps in staffing. So through an API-led connectivity, Salesforce ties the right data and systems together while improving that customer engagement. So you know, when we think about how, what makes the platform open, it really is the way that the solutions and the components are completely reusable across agency, across commercial, across private sector. And, and this means agencies spend less time building solutions and managing infrastructure and code, which are commonly two of the leading culprits that end up making systems expensive and hard to maintain. Let's pull the string on that just a little bit more. Neither of us are, are techies, but let's the, get the idea of if I have an existing platform or existing system and to, to get it off the legacy and, and modernize it, I just don't have the money right now, but I could potentially through an API access that data on, on a Salesforce platform that, that would allow me to do what? Uh, is, is it just that that's the connection that you're making that you don't necessarily, modernization is important, but you can modernize and still access that data, it's not one or the other. Exactly. One of the ways that I like to think about it is 
I'm modernizing the customer experience or the, the platform for engagement for providing the services to the constituents. So you may not need to change the underlying layer. You may not need to change the workflows and process, but what you are changing is how your citizens or employees or partners are accessing the technology and information. So it's essentially a user experience level layer on top of systems that can then free up the time and expertise to do more things. And I think that tags back around to meeting citizens' expectations. Everyone loves to make the, the comment about, oh, we have to be more alike, and you can fill in the blank, Netflix, Amazon, you fill in the blank, right? But, but what this is allowing agencies to do, it seems like, is address that where the user comes and meets the agency, while also dealing with that back-end infrastructure, but it's not like, well, we have to do one and then the other. Almost they can happen in parallel, and, and the agencies can, and, and the users, the citizens can experience the, the a better improvement without having to wait so long. Right, right. One of the things about open platforms and the customer experience is there are obviously the gaps in the technology side, but there's also gaps in the people side. How are you guys seeing that those gaps being filled? Whether, again, you mentioned a little technology, but then you have the people, understanding the user experience, what does that actually mean? That's a really complicated question for a lot of government agencies. I, and, and for a lot of private and sector. private sector yeah. as well. Um, you know, workforce development, having the right people with the right skills and the right capabilities is super important. You know, at, at Salesforce, we have a couple of ways that we make the technology more accessible to the government workforce and help them increase their ability to work in different platforms and systems. You know, it's called Trailhead where we host events like the DC World Tour. This year it's on May 14th at the Convention Center. But you know, we really f feel strongly that the technology should be the easy, an easy thing to use so that employees can do their job more effectively and more efficiently. They can manage cases, they can interact with the system, and the technology isn't getting in the way of them providing the service. And associated with that is not just the people, but the, the culture of the organization. And your example of the USDA, uh, I think is a really good one because that's coming straight from the top where Sonny Purdue, the secretary, is saying, I want to change the way farmers or producers or, or our customers interact with us. Is that, that's the other issue I think that you bring up is if you don't have to worry so much about the technology, then that can also help change the culture of the organization. How, how much of that talent and culture piece do you have as you have conversations with agency customers or they just want to talk about technology and they haven't quite gotten their head around, hey, it's more about the talent and culture side? Yeah, we are spending a lot of time talking about that enterprise type of transformation. You know, one example is, is with Amtrak and they had a significant number of applications across their business that were developed and they did an application rationalization process where they really evaluated what were the key processes and applications that they needed to have in order to serve their business and make their organization more effective. So they reduced the number of applications they had but increased the ability for the people you know, on the you know, tracks turning the trains to access the information they need, need to, to do their jobs. And I think that's the key because one of the ch way you change culture, one of the way you improve the services is to ensure that the people who are doing the work, really, where if you talk about the IRS or Social Security Administration, people in the field offices that are interacting with citizens every day, they can say, oh, well, let me bring that up for you. Oh, okay, I see you're doing X, you're doing Y, and, and versus, oh, let me get back to you in a week or so. Uh, and, and I think that's where it goes back to the technology and open platform side because the APIs can pull data from any database you have that access. Is that the step that agencies need to take to, to kind of improve their citizen services and customer experiences is by moving to the open platform concept is understanding that it, that culture piece, 
that if you can get them the information, then they can do better work. You know, currently there ends up being a siloed focus of, you know, there's the IT organization, there are the program managers and, and business leads, and then and then there are the customer-facing program leaders. And, and if all three of those organizations come together, that's when it becomes a really efficient cross-functional system. So, so, you know, when we think about, you know, government decision-making ends up being federated. So um, if you offer that, that customer-centric approach to modernization and help teams across agencies figure out what's best for them, it helps that program, business, and IT team you know, use the, the cloud and use this open platform to realign and automate and scale. Um, and then, of course, the executive alignment is critical, as, as you mentioned. You bring up a really interesting point about combining the customer experience, the customer service with the IT. And, I, and I, the more CIOs I talk to across government, the more I hear them say, well, we have a reorganization underway or we just completed, we don't want to call it a reorganization, a revamp or whatever they want to call it, uh, to, to be more customer focused. Is that a sign, do you think, that that, that, that organization is down, going down the right path when you talk to a CIO, when you talk to an agency, that they have kind of implemented that customer service side into their technology side, like they brought them together? Is that a good sign? That is a very good sign. That was, that was a little bit of a softball maybe, huh? <laughs> that is a very good sign. I mean, it, it is a journey. You know, I mean, we, we experience conversations with customers all the time where they're so... Um, they're so focused on the investment they've made in, in their, their legacy systems. And the fact that those legacy systems are so critical to keeping the lights on on the government service, but yet they're, they have their eye toward the future. They're looking toward the government of the future, what services and how they want to provide. So bridging that gap and understanding where to start, what, how do you choose the right program or the right project to start, and how do you choose the right platform to, and company and partner to help you get there. That's one part of it, and I think you know the a lot of the progressive agencies and and the trailblazers within the government that we're working with have been able to pick a place to start, see the impact, and iterate on that. And and that's also the beautiful thing about about having a platform like Salesforce at your fingertips is then your IT department can be the center of excellence. They have the authority to operate, the securities and compliance controls are in place, and you can add program after program after program onto your core foundation so that you can expand the services across the organization. And actually, that's a great segue to take a quick break, because when we come back, we can talk about that, the technology side of it, even though we know it's all about culture and, and, and people, there's still a big technology piece. You're listening to the discussion, Innovation in Government, sponsored by Kerasoft on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. From landing on the moon to launching the internet, government trailblazers redefine what's possible. At Salesforce, we empower you to blaze your own trail, to modernize, innovate, and quickly respond to challenges. Our trusted, fast, secure customer success platform empowers you to connect to your customers in a whole new way. From government digital services to call centers, talent management to partner management, Salesforce helps automate any process in days, not years. Blaze your trail. Visit salesforce.com DC. Welcome back. You're listening to the discussion Innovation in Government, sponsored by Kerasoft on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. I'm your host, Jason Miller. My guest today, Eva Skidmore, the Vice President of Public Sector for Salesforce. Eva, last segment, you, you teed us up perfectly for a discussion on technology, even though we made the point earlier that, it's, that, that this transformation, the customer, the user experience, really is more about culture and talent and people than it is about technology. But given the fact that Salesforce provides technology, and given the fact that technology underpins so much of this as well, 
Let's talk a little bit about that IT transformation. What would that look like as agencies need to keep in mind the user experience, the, the customer experience issue? So when I think about how to bring these pieces together, it's absolutely about culture, it's absolutely about people and process, but the technology is designed to enable people to be more efficient and more effective. And as part of the modernization process, picking a platform, picking a trusted pl provider based upon certain criteria is gonna be essential to success. So the way that we think about it is, if it is fast and easy to implement, it is secure, it is compliant, it is enables you as an IT organization and you as a program to be agile and customer-centric. All of these factors play a really important role in whether you are setting yourself up for long-term sustainability and cost savings over time. Now, if I talk to 101 vendors, they all will tell me how fast they are, how easy they are, how secure they are, right? Because no one's gonna say we're not fast. No one's gonna say, well, we're not really that secure, but you can use us anytime you want. So maybe give me a sense from, from a Salesforce perspective why uh, what you guys are providing agencies and through maybe a customer experience story or, or other ways that, that, that kind of lives up to this idea of fast, secure, compliant, et cetera. I think one example I'll give is um, we recently um, had responded to an RFP and there were 4,744 requirements in this RFP. And when all was said and done, 70 or 80% of the requirements were met with out-of-the-box capabilities of the Salesforce solution. So the relationship management aspects, case management, whether it was outbound or inbound communications, thinking about transactions and application development and the security, meeting the compliance standards that were part of the requirements, um, as well as the training and enablement and collaboration tools, all of those things were um, you know, sufficient out of the box to meet a majority of those requirements in that RFP. And I think that's significant as people are trying to figure out sort of where to go and how to um, identify the best platform for modernization. Too often we hear agencies want to customize. Well, but we don't want to change our process. And one of the, the lessons I think we've learned over the last what we're learning, I should say, over the last maybe five or, or so years, is you have to change the process. You can't continue to change the technology because that's not working. When you, again, when you meet with, with federal customers or even state and local customers or private sector customers, do they get that point that, you know, how change your process, don't make us change our technology because that's just going to cause more trouble than maybe it's worth? If that's necessarily what I would um, what I would say. I would say the the value of being able to develop low code or no code applications makes a really big difference because they can customize the experience. They can customize the way that their constituents interact with the platform without necessarily having to have um, developers on staff. And it's funny because you bring up low code, new code a couple, let's say about six or eight months ago, I'd never heard that term. And now it's starting to kind of gain some momentum as, as more, I think people are talking about it, not just, not just vendors, but I think inside government as well. Mm -hmm. And I think for the reason you said, you can, you can do some minimal customization, but not worrying about the mm -hmm. hiring developers. Mm -hmm. The other piece of this, and I think that's important, is the data. We talk all about the data. I think it's, I feel like it's been all about the data for the last maybe 10 years or 15 years. And, and, but one thing that you guys are really keen on is ensuring that the citizens 
and the uh, agencies who serve those citizens have that data to help make better decisions. Talk about the data strategy piece and how that kind of influenced the customer experience effort. I think that's a really, really important question, and we're seeing a lot in the news about artificial intelligence. You know, at, at Salesforce, we frequently talk about the pace of change. We talk about this fourth industrial revolution, which is the age where everything's connected, there's new level of intelligence in everything we're doing. And data analytics and, and AI are playing a huge role, even in the simplest application. So, you know, when considering the opportunity to solve complex problems, the data, big data, AI, analytics offer benefits, like things like being able to use complex algorithms to forecast extreme weather to, you know, to anticipate disaster of one kind or another. Um, but we can also apply the data and analytics to help make our jobs easier, um, even, you know, simple for simple everyday tasks. So the idea is give employees the insight they need um, so that they can do their jobs more effective and more efficiency, efficiently. Now, does uh, obviously uh, Salesforce has a data platform of sorts, uh, and, and I think. But what? What? Talk a little bit about why that's important to connect it back to the open platform discussion we had, and connect it back to the bigger cloud discussion. Um, so I'll answer your question in two ways. That yes, that Salesforce has placed what we call Einstein into everything you can we do. Excuse me, you know that. I know. Einstein's a DHS program, but now I got to think of it differently. <laughs> but talk well, about say, Einstein from the from the from the Salesforce <laughs> perspective. So AI and data analytics capability um, gives frontline programs and back office ways to automate simple and redundant tasks and tasks and functions. So it's, you know, it might mean using service bots to field and answer simple questions so that agents can handle the higher priority or higher complexity inquiries. So the ultimate goal is a more streamlined and responsive customer experience. And I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, when I, um, NCI uses a Salesforce platform to ar offer artificial intelligence as a service to government. And what this means for them is automating repetitive high volume tasks within IT systems and tools used for data migration, back office support, and service desk. So they essentially use Einstein to remove aged accounts from their systems, so data that is old or no longer relevant, and they built an app to run different types of checks to find and manage those records. So the application has created a 98% savings in time, which I'd say is pretty amazing. But you, you bring up the, the robotics, and it's a, it's a fascinating trend that we're seeing across government. Are you seeing some other trends that, that you'd highlight when it comes to the customer service side? We talk a lot about user-centered design. We talk about the concept of, of, you mentioned AI. What other things are agencies asking for, or can you talk broadly about what other things you're seeing, whether public or private sector? I think some of the major themes that we're seeing, especially as it relates to, um, to Salesforce, is you know, how do government agencies do intake of cases or um, com conversations with customers? How do agencies help applicants with an easier, more streamlined way of, of securing government services? Government agencies are looking for better ways to outreach to constituents and then also manage their mission applications and their programs for success. So we end up spending a lot of time thinking, you know, talking about those things um, as we're as we're engaging with agencies. There's a lot of pieces in play here. We, we've talked about the technology side, the cloud, uh, this idea of the big data strategy, AI. We've talked about the the culture side. We've talked about the the people side. What's the missing piece? Is is there something that agencies aren't talking about? Is there something that you you know 
that is, is emerging in the pr private sector that agencies need to start paying attention to? Anything that comes to mind? I think the, the buzzword that I'm hearing is digital transformation right. and that process of digital transformation. Is this the hashtag game you want to play on Twitter? <laughs> hashtag, hashtag innovation, yeah, modernization, hashtag. transformation, yeah. But I think that's a fair point. I mean, everyone wants to digitally transform, and, and, and what does that really mean? And I think that's kind of what we're trying to get to today, is that it's a combination of, of the user's needs and the back-end technology. When you talk to digital transformation, do, you, do agencies get what that means, or is they just using the buzzword? I think there are some real trailblazers who are thinking about this in a very strategic way. It takes a lot of work to put together that roadmap for transformation and to identify, again, as we talked about earlier, the best place to start. And so, you know, if, if there are systems that are, that are locked in and super core to the mission where the opportunity is to create a better user experience, or if there are programs where making employees are more efficient, it's all about staying focused on the outcomes and how to give that agency that that start in iterating and really you know, manifesting to achieve that, that future state that they're looking to achieve in the transformation. The thing about the future state, and I think agencies are, are this one of the areas I see that they're missing, is the digital strategy. If you remember that, I think 2012, OMB put out a kind of a memo and, and developed this digital strategy. It hasn't been updated, and here we are 2019, so seven years is an awful long time. It's always interesting what this administration is going to do with, with some of these older documents, older strategies, and, and I know they're focused on really re-looking at a lot of these strategies, so maybe that's something that we can look out for in the future. Um, Eva, this has been a fascinating conversation. We're just about out of time. So, so we've talked about a number of different issues, but I want to just kind of sum this up. What, what's, what's your advice to agencies? Because no one's starting at zero. Nobody's already done. No one will ever be done. It's a continuum. What's your advice to them, or what are some potholes they should avoid? What, what's the big takeaways from our conversation? To me, I think um, the beauty of government is that agencies can share best practices one to another. And what I would encourage um, all of our listeners to do is to find those trailblazers in government who have taken that first, that second, that third step to transformation. One way they can do that you know, with, with us in particular is join us on May 14th for the DC World Tour. There are also a lot of great thought leadership and best practices where the roadmap and workshops are available to help government agencies think through that, the steps of digital transformation in a way that is achievable within current budgets. So I think those are the two main things. And there's a lot of help for agencies. GSA runs a citizen engagement kind of office or, or, or organization. And then there's, I'm sure there's some playbooks. I'm sure somebody has a playbook somewhere that they could borrow as well, too. All right. Well, this has been a fascinating conversation. I really appreciate your time today. But uh, that's all the time we have for today. So let me thank my guest, Eva Skidmore, the Vice President of Public Sector for Salesforce. Eva, thank you very much for taking the time today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm Jason Miller, and you've been listening to the discussion Innovation in Government, sponsored by Kerasoft on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Thank you for listening to the Innovation in Government show sponsored by Kerasoft on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. The entire discussion can be found on demand at federalnewsnetwork.com, keyword innovation.
From landing on the moon to launching the internet, government trailblazers redefine what's possible. At Salesforce, we empower you to blaze your own trail, to modernize, innovate, and quickly respond to challenges. Our trusted, fast, secure customer success platform empowers you to connect to your customers in a whole new way. From government digital services to call centers, talent management to partner management, Salesforce helps automate any process in days, not years. Blaze your trail. Visit salesforce.com slash DC.